0: Hello and welcome back to Final Fantasy Galaxy. I'm Keith and this is my dad Kerwin. In this episode we interview Alden Diaz, host of Octave Radio. We'll discuss how he got started in broadcasting and we'll talk about D23. Let's get started.
1: Thank you for joining us. Our guest is Alden Diaz, one of the premier pop culture content creators. He is the co-host of Octo Radio, The Mandatorian Creed, and a rewatch Between Worlds. He is a commentator who has the skill to engage his audience and start a conversation. Alden, welcome to Father-Son Galaxy.
2: Hey, well, first of all, I'm never leaving Uh, after the great intros. I'm just going to stay. So, See, I'm gonna live here now. Uh, no, but I, I'm so honored to be here, you guys. I was honored enough to have you on my show. Now coming on your show, uh, it's gonna be really good times. Crushing it with that intro, young young lord, young master Jedi over there. That was fantastic. Hello. Um, <laughs> how's it going?
1: Yeah, yeah. We could have said a lot more. We just want to keep it short so we could you know, talk to you. And we can't wait to. I'm sure there's a, a lot on we on can discuss. Episodes
2: yes yeah so much to talk about absolutely so thank you for being on the podcast of course
0: so you know like we mentioned we admire your communication skills so could you tell us a little bit about how you got started in podcasting
2: I can yeah I mean it's funny because it it as it as I get further away from that point it all feels like you can sort of put it in a different context and realize oh so that came from that that came from this I remember you know, having these little experiences and not realizing that I was preparing myself to be a broadcaster even before I started it. So I came up, you know, always wanting to be an actor. And I've always I always wanted to make movies. Um I shifted, you know, later, maybe around your age, actually, to wanting to be a director. Um, and so the entertainment was always the the thing that was always going to be the move. There was no other option. I could not I could not even uh, uh, picture myself mentally as a child being in a career that was not somehow in entertainment. And you know around middle school and then in, especially in high school, getting more involved in theater and doing debate classes and stuff, uh you know national forensics and things like that, speech writing, speech or- orating. Um I realized how much I liked that, how much I liked being able to communicate an idea. And so when I was 14, um, I started doing like online comic book reviews and things like that, writing for websites and everything, um, which you should always make sure that, you know, people know what you're doing on the Internet. If you're 14, do not just go out and get gigs. I'm not condoning it, um, but I did. And, uh, <laughs> and I went around uh reviewing like oh Batman Arkham City came out like let's talk about that video game or let's talk about you know the new um Iron Man 2 or like whatever was coming out around that time and I got invited on a podcast with a bunch of people that were all in college or you know professionals and I was there 14 years old just having gotten there on the back of my own words and I had already my voice has been has sounded like this since I was like 12 um, so over audio and video, uh, over audio only, it's very, you know, it was believable at the time that I was older than I was. And I just got the bug for it. Wanted to have my own shows, um, after high school, I wanted to go to film school that didn't work out. So I worked some jobs for a while and trying to save money and everything until a, I'm from Connecticut originally. I live in Florida now, but there was a, there's the Connecticut school of broadcasting, which has since. Uh, evolved and changed into the uh, um, CSB Media Arts Center because they have like more, more digital age stuff that they've added since. And they opened up campuses down the East Coast until they got one not 15 minutes away from my apartment at the time. And so I was like, well, that's just like, if I don't at least try because it's like a year long thing, then I'm a fool if I don't at least see if I can actually do it. And then I did it. And uh, that's how I got in and I met. So some of my instructors and teachers were professionals that were doing that on the side. And so they were uh, working with iHeartRadio and I got in at iHeart as an assistant producer. And that was four years ago, which is pretty crazy. The last two years shouldn't count, frankly. But yeah, they do. So four years.
0: So from what we can see on your social media pages, though, mm-hmm. you're a fan of science fiction, like you said, and fantasy. So what were some of the films, books, and TV shows that you found inspirational?
2: Well, I'm going to put Star Wars on the shelf for this answer, just because if I say, like, well, you know, it was Return of the Jedi, we're all going to be like, ah, oh, yeah, same here. And then, you know, that's that's not a, an answer. We can we can unpack that as we go down the Star Wars talk today. But the, the stuff that was, like, other than that, I mean, I grew up on Marvel and DC comics, so I was always watching whatever was new in that regard. Um, the 2003 Daredevil with Ben Affleck as Daredevil was one of the first things that I had on VHS. So I had a set, a set roster of VHS tapes that were mine. Every, you know, my sister who's eight years older than me. She was never in the same like life category that I was in because, you know, you have a sibling. So when but you guys are a little bit closer in age, but still, you'll be able to maybe be in, you know, the next grade that he's not in. And so like that always will be a thing sort of in the back of your mind. Um, And for her to be eight years older, like we didn't share interests. She was, you know, when I was starting kindergarten, she was in the eighth grade. Like, so it was completely different. You know, I, I got to second grade and she started high school. It's a totally different thing um so I had my movies and those things like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990 or um like I said Daredevil Harriet the Spy was in there which isn't sci-fi fantasy but like a very precocious character sneaking around had her own sort of methodology I loved the Princess Bride um yeah so I, I Lord of the Rings I was fortunate to have my mother's my mom has three brothers so you know my mom's not really nerdy about that stuff she has her own nerd stuff uh, three of uh, three uncles that were all had their own areas. One of my uncles loved pro wrestling and got me into pro wrestling. One of my uncles loved Lord of the Rings, one of my uncles loved video gaming. so I just was all about it it's you're it's hard pressed to find something in cyber fantasy that I won't watch. um, it's just a matter of time now we're in the now it's just a time game. Oh, Alden, did you watch outlander Alden did you watch uh, the Expanse? and it's like, I would love to. I can't. There's like right now I'm watching rings of Power, She Hulk, any Star Wars that happens to drop at any point, which is about to happen uh, yeah, yeah, House of the dragon um now Tales of the Jedi will be on at least somewhat at the same time as Andor there will be a tiny cross, so it's just a packed pack packed pack moment, but I like it all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i
1: i hear you yeah it's just it's, it's so much content out there you just really you're right it isn't it's just time you know when can you make the time to see all of it yeah but you have to choose um at some point you know and mm-hmm. you know un- unfortunately with content you know you feel like if you don't watch it immediately when it comes out that you're behind everybody right. else you know everybody else has seen it and then you know right. at some point maybe you lose interest in it okay well since that was, you know, six months ago, now I no longer want to see it. But it's unfortunate, you know, that, you know, it's, well, it's fortunate and unfortunate because it's nice that you have such great content out there. It's mm-hmm. a You know, if you talk about what we had 30 years ago and we had the, just the broadcast channels. Wasn't that much. Yeah, we didn't, you know, you could choose, right? Because it wasn't a lot, I would say, of quality television out there. But so yeah. we're, living in a, in a good, we're living in a good place right now
2: we absolutely are i mean it's it's like you said it's it's this bevy of different content different stories um and and the culture of keeping up with it does sort of change the way you watch it if you two didn't have this show you might feel like okay well we have we're a little bit more beholden to our own schedule but now it's like okay well we need to be in the conversation as well you can see it in your i'm sure you've experienced some of this where it's like slowly but surely after like a year of doing this you realize Oh, my episodes about the shows that are coming out do way you know bigger numbers than my episodes. that are just about topics. Uh, if I go to like my top 10 list, most listened to episodes of Octa Radio, like, four of them are Obi-Wan Kenobi episodes and two of them are Book of Boba episodes. Like people like the zeitgeist of now. It's like that's something that human beings just do. Oh, it's the new album. It's the new album for my favorite artist, my favorite singer. Uh, it's that it's the new this. I got to go opening weekend. And I'm guilty of that, too. Like. And Marvel movie tickets go up. I'm seeing that Thursday night, no exceptions. If you're coming, you're coming. If you're not, you're not. I'm still going without you. Um. So, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing, to, especially with Star Wars. I don't ever want to be behind in this because it's my favorite thing. And I never thought we would get this much at once.
1: Let's talk about social media. Uh, on Twitter, uh, you have a skill of starting a conversation, whereas multiple people want to respond. Mm -hmm. uh regarding your commentary Mm -hmm. um was it important to you as a content creator was it important to Mm -hmm. you to connect to an audience using social media
2: yeah it absolutely was important because sometimes you'll find at least I, i have found that the mentality i'm a firm believer in the mentality of like going out and finding your people um in terms of interests in terms of uh, pop cultural like, intrigue in terms of just the way you like to analyze things and you know kevin smith once said like don't go find the why people that when you express something they say why go find the people that say why not like why not try that why not like why not is such a better response of like like oh let's unpack this let's talk about why this star wars character is the way that he is beyond just what we saw but beyond, will be on we can read into it the people that say yeah, why not do that? There is something bigger there. There is something deeper there. Those are the people that I've always gravitated toward, like in the book of Boba Fett, when he said you won't get far without a tribe. I was like, Yes, like that's that's what that show is. is by the end of it, it's this this colorful group of characters that should not logically <clears throat> apologies, should not logically be together. They, like Black Chrysantin and and Fennec and these colorful mods. Like it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense because they all came together for the same thing. So with that. I've always felt really comfortable in English classes and history classes, kicking around ideas with teachers and other students. That was always my favorite thing, like in high school, was we read a novel and then we sit around and we talk about it. Cause to me, that was like as a as a teenager, that was, oh, this isn't work. Like that's just that's just exciting. That's just cool. Like we we get it. There's like a there's something fun to the hidden language of what we do. So like you guys were at Star Wars Celebration, so was I. That's one that's a place that is so particular because it's a place where you can go around and say, like, hey, do you remember when Ahsoka Tano did this? And everybody will get it. Everybody will say, Yes, I do remember that. And they all have a story about it. Out in the real world, that doesn't really happen. Um, it'll happen more as she becomes more and more mainstream or as all these shows start to bubble up. But it's it's a thing of finding your people. So with that, I've I've always felt like there's a better conversation caliber. we can attain we just have to choose to attain it so when people like book of boba fett's a great example that was a big like that and bad batch were big conversational sticking points where there was a lot of arguing there was a lot of trying to cut through the noise and when somebody says well i wish they'd made a boba fett show about boba fett it's like okay that's like a very like surface level one thing but let's unpack why they did what they did not necessarily what we wanted them to do, which is a huge distinction. Once you let go of what you want and start taking things on the terms of the work, then you'll always feel better. So I try to lead with that and and hope that the next kids, you know, the kids, even Keith and maybe even younger than you, like the the kids that are tiny right now will come up and and or will just be something that exists like they won't know that it's new and they'll be able to approach it a different way That's why i've said the sequel kids is a whole other tangent but the sequel kids um are are my hope for the future the people that grew up the sequel rebels kids that age group when their prequel renaissance happens they're going to be unstoppable um you know oh yeah when i was when i was five years old i loved ray they're not going to know about all the noise because it's not going to matter And so it's always just like the perspective is beyond you to a certain degree.
1: When you write a tweet, it's not just a simple tweet. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's a thread where you're giving a thoughtful, complex commentary.
2: And I want to
1: know when you're doing something like that, something that complex and something uh, that thought out, how long does it take you to create a tweet like that? And do you choose your words carefully? Because, you know, sometimes you may say something, you know, when you're, Especially when you're tweeting, you don't want to say anything that's going to offend anyone. So, do you spend mm-hmm. a lot of time choosing the words that you're going to say when you tweet?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And you can tell which ones I've chosen my words more carefully on because they get less blowback. Like it's it's you have to be able to be conscious of the space and unfortunately conscious of what the bad faith element of the space will be because you can have a thought and you can know that no reasonable person would ever jump to a conclusion. But us as creators, we have to jump to the unreasonable conclusions in your mind. You need to, you need to have an image of whoever, whatever kind of person they are in your brain. And to think about that person as worst case scenario. Um, How, how would a really angry unreasonable person spin this? Like it's something that you have to think about sometimes as much as we should not have to, but you do. Um, And so yeah, I, I put a lot of thought into all of those sometimes like the one that the one that sort of gave me a reputation as being like a, a thread commentator was the Mandalorian season two thread about Luke. Um, there were a lot of people saying that because he did something so cool and hardcore and actiony that it was trying to make up for or refute the the more somber Luke in The Last Jedi. And I was not having that. I was so frustrated hearing that. So I that for those three days between that episode and the next work week, I was just kicking around these thoughts in my mind. And I was like trying to come up with a tweet and trying not to. And then I just was like, I can't stop writing these. And you could set them all up for people that aren't on Twitter um, in advance. You don't need to just add and add and add. You could write them all. And I realized like, oh, I have like a 20 part thing here that I said. And I've just sort of kept doing that because some points need your thorough eye like some of them need a longer explanation i don't think that we should undercut anything it's always better to over deliver um when everybody like that hears me give an answer to any question knows that that's what i think uh because i always try to do that so yeah it's 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 a complicated thing and up until recently that was just a choice that i would make but as of At the time of this recording days ago star trek the other big star franchise actually uh picked me up on and to do a a piece for star trek day so that was sort of an exercise in doing what i was already doing but as an as as an independent contractor actually like you know dollars were exchanged for the thoughts which was very gratifying and they're a great team over there
1: wow congratulations on that thank you nice wow you know, it's wonderful that they're able to, to to find you. Uh, there was a, a recent Twitter post where you let your followers comment with their favorite thing about you. And mm. uh, I looked at that thread and I wrote down some things that were said about you. And mm. uh, I just wanted to read a few of those quotes, if you don't mind. Please. Yeah. yeah. So one, uh, one person said that the clarity and intelligence that comes through via your voice. My so, mind. Yes, I'm, I apologize. You go ahead. Go ahead. You can read that. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: clarity and intelligence that comes through via your voice. Yes. That's great.
1: Yes. Nah. That was one. Uh, the next <laughs> one is, uh, I like how you have a point of view on things that opens up new facets of appreciation. Mm-hmm. You are the first person in the content space that I heard talking about the rise of Skywalker as not only good, but great.
0: I know you're a person who genuinely cares. I also like that you're interested in a lot of things, a lot of different things. You went out of your way to provide some great advice. You promote positivity in an incredibly articulate way across all fandoms you love. We need more of that in the world. How does it make you feel hearing all those comments?
2: It's difficult, right? Because I I advise people to not drink their own Kool-Aid, so to speak. Like, don't buy in. Um, and there's a difficult balance to be had there, which is very Star Wars. Um, there's that you can be proud of what you do. Like, I would say Kit Fisto, absolutely proud of what he does. You see that man smiling whenever he's out there on a Jedi mission. Uh Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan loves being a Jedi in the heyday, stopping for a drink, swashbuckling, cracking a little line, hitting his signature pose, like. Those are all things that somebody that likes their job does. Um, but obviously, pride is also the, you know, it's it's the root. It's the root of all their issues. It's the hubris yeah. that allowed them to get taken advantage of. Pride so,
0: comes before the fall.
2: Exactly. Always. Every time. And uh, and as Count Dooku says, you know, double double the pride, double the fall, double the power, double the fall, double the pride. Something like that. The, the trivia masters are like, you got the, the line wrong. Um, I'm way more of a themes and ideas person than I am a get every detail right person. The details that I love, I love. The details that I don't know about. Like, I don't know the names of every blaster. I just don't. I'm sorry. Um, but the, yeah, that's, that. I need you for that. You're going to be my my lore consultant. But yeah, I mean, I appreciate all those things. Is I, it I love pain hearing pain? them. It, is, it it, pain? is it a Is it a okay. pain? Yeah, I cannot... <laughs> okay. uh, I could pay I can give you calamari flan, but I can only pay half. So I hope that's okay. Uh a little season one reference for you there. I actually have some calamari flan. I was trying to grab them, but I used to have them on my desk and i thing, but they're in my closet. Uh but I yeah, I I it's it's hard because you want to accept the compliments and, and you want to internalize them, but you always uh there's a certain paranoia, I think, that comes with like putting yourself out there because when you make the choice to do this. As you two know, you've been covered by papers, you've been covered by outlets, you've been covered by magazines, you had a panel, you've done all these things, you've had these interviews. When you make the transition to being a public facing individual, the Kerwin and Keith that you create for public consumption is parts who you are in private and parts who you like to be here in this context. So the Alden Diaz that they consume is the Alden Diaz that is carefully curated for them to consume. So it's like, you can get all of those things and I can be proud of them because I did them and because I made someone think them and that's great. But at the same time, on my end, I might be going through a bunch of other things. So it almost ends up being not so much the cherry on top, but it ends up being like a different kind of ice cream altogether. You know, if we're, like sometimes you just, just got to think in food sometimes people, I'm sorry. Uh, but you, you know, it's not a... Um, it's not. It's satisfying something completely different. It's almost like a bomb more than it is like an earned reward or something. Because you know, I've I've had a series recently of very fortunate moments with the show and with the the Star Trek opportunity and a couple other things and um, some things that are in the works. And I'm very excited about all of them. But there's always that voice in my head, and not everyone has this. This is just me. That's like. It's 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 gonna stop soon. So just be ready. Like, you know, the the other shoe will drop. And so you always have to be the humbling, the humbling will come, which is a good thing to keep in your mind, I think.
0: Okay. And now since we're done with the questionnaire part, yes. let's head into our discussion of D23, which actually happened this weekend on the Marvel and Star Wars announcements were made yesterday. Yes. And I think today they're doing stuff with like Disney parks and all. Mm-hmm give you away law cuttings <laughs> but you know what are some of the projects you're looking forward to and were there any memorable moments for d23 you wanted to bring up
2: yeah i i have to lead with ahsoka as a series because yes. you know there, there was a little sizzle that that was played at celebration back in may and i don't know if you were in the room for the sizzle did you did you guys get to see that no, uh, yeah. I, I was, I yeah, I didn't YouTube. either. Oh, I was okay afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was on air. I was on air. I was on the on our panel when it was happening. They booked us against Dave and John. You're gonna lose that battle. Um, but I, I remember telling a friend of mine at celebration, who was at the panel, I said, if Sabine Wren is announced or gets brought out, text me. I'm gonna have my phone while I'm on the panel. Just if I see my phone light up, I'll know. And yes, she. So I was already excited about that. Sabine Wren is one of my favorite characters. Um, it's kind of difficult to see, but up here is her final helmet from Star Wars Rebels, oh, the wow, one from, from the epilogue. Yeah. So Very the nice. one that now she's wearing in these live action shots. So it's it's a weird full circle moment. She's my favorite character in Star Wars, right next to Han, who's been my lifelong favorite. Um, and to see her realized. And to know that not only is it more Ahsoka to know that not only are we going to see Chopper, but we, we have Hera, we have Ezra. Like it's, I love rebels so deeply. And the way that this show sounds is like, it's like a stew. That's like some rebels, some Mandalorian, obviously, because that version of Ahsoka, but then also is mannequins ghost going to be in it? Seems maybe like it based on what we've heard. So it's like a little bit of, every era of ahsoka is going to come together in one project mm-hmm. um with all these things so Maybe that, that's my number one zeb. Uh, Z- seeing zeb fully realized as a giant cg creature like a giant you know beastly type even partly practical i don't know that would be a hard one to pull off but i'd love to see them try and do it for sure i love that character um so that was that was my number one thing was just knowing seeing the photo of the rebels mural and all that but Outside of that, um, they didn't do Acolyte stuff because that's filming right now, so I don't blame them for that. But I, I was I was really into Tales, and I got to see the first Tales at Celebration at that so panel. Did we? Oh, it's you a, were there it's at that panel. Beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah, I was there for that one. It, yeah, it was
0: is Ahsoka and her mother.
2: Yeah, so good, and I I can't wait to see the rest of them. What about you? What was your your number one?
0: I, um, at D twenty three, you mean? Yeah, I think it'd have to be. Um, seeing all the new trailers we got, like the Mandalorian, mm. Secret Invasion. Yeah. yeah. Also, it was. You know what else is funny? Mm. Reading Twitter after the Fantastic Four yeah. part of the panel. Well, you know we
1: were gonna get to that. Yeah, the rumor that you know, Twitter that was Twitter fantastic. Was lit
0: up. I kid you not. It lit yeah. <laughs> like New York City at night in there. with All those tweets just get popping up, popping up, and everybody was upset about the fantastic sport. yeah yeah i can't blame them either because everyone's like we're gonna get some casting announcements through, but we might even get a trailer nope
1: well you know that le- this
0: time yeah. funny boy
1: but at least uh leads us into the, our next question then um so yeah, yeah. whenever
0: these big events come out right. like d23 the rumor mill always comes back and yeah you know, it's a vengeance right yeah right. And you just more more rumors and piled up and added. And everything got more interesting as yep. we got closer to D23.
1: Yeah, and people's imagination just run wild the, 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 the closer you get to the date of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, those rumors out there were just unbelievable. But I just want to know if there was a rumor that you might have heard that you were hoping
2: would come true. Specifically for Fantastic Four or anything, for anything? related to uh, D23? Any, any, um, well, of? I was part of me was hoping that the new Ezra Bridger would be there, um, but I also understand that that was that was not their choice for that to be reported on, so that is uh, that's a more complicated one in terms of the Fantastic Four. There is, there it was, and still is a rumor that Jody Comer from killing eve and other projects that you and probably free won't guy. be able to watch for a while Keith and free guy yes and free guy there's a I project free guy. I like uh, that. So yeah because she does a lot of adult stuff but she's in free guy she's also ray's mom miramir in the rise of skywalker yeah
1: that's true i don't know if you knew that
2: yeah uh, she's, that. she had a very small role yeah she's yeah. just there she all she has is those that one line gives her a little hug and leaves but that's her um so that she might be susan storm the invisible woman Um, which would be really, really fun and cool. I would really dig that. Um, The Reed Richards situation could go about 10 different ways, and I would be fine with any of them. Whether Krasinski plays a different Reed now or a main Reed because obviously, you know, multiverse of madness did not work out great for Reed Richards, um, <laughs> yeah. or anyone in that Smartest group.
0: Smartest man in the universe. Yeah,
2: <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah. Like, Smartest man in the universe said... announces their plan right when the fight starts. This is Black Bolt. He can take <laughs> you out with what? It's like you could have just stayed quiet, and it would have worked.
0: Right, man, just zip your lips.
2: But that's that's <laughs> Reed's fatal flaw in the comics.
0: Afterwards.
2: Reed's fatal flaw is being so smart that he's dumb. Yeah, it's so it's an arrogant. Yeah. Arrogant, arrogant level of genius.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like Ock said, like, like smart, but lazy. So <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Brilliant, but lazy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I was really excited about all those things. I think that the Marvel show that they did show was great. I did not expect uh, Kei to to show up now for Loki season two. Yeah. So because there was a picture of him going around before the Marvel section. So while Star Wars was still rolling out, a picture on social media had KU kwan kathleen kennedy and frank marshall and i thought oh my god he's gonna be announced for indiana jones 5 and then psych it was for loki but it's like they were both there like oh i want i want i want a short round appearance in indy 5 so badly as like a grown-up adventurer driver or something to help indy but yeah um
0: Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe.
1: So, yeah, and who's to say that won't happen? Could be. You don't know. You know, they're probably kidding. The you
2: know, yeah, and everything we saw from that was exciting. Um, the only other thing that maybe I would have hoped for that didn't happen was uh, an Indiana Jones title. So, just a title. Um, they're not ready for that at that point. Some people think the movie is called Indiana Jones, which I really hope is not true. Yeah, I, yeah, don't I was like...
0: expecting that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it, sure. it's it it feels more more and more likely now that that's what they mean. But I'm hoping it's like episode seven, eight and nine and Solo, where they called it one thing for a while and then they did a proper moment. Um, I remember Ron Howard, when he took over Solo, he did that video of him with a card that had the title on it. Solo, a Star Wars story. He was like, our movie's called Solo. And we were all like, yeah, Ron, that's what we've been calling it. You didn't need to tell us that. (laughs) We assumed that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, uh, but aside from that, like, uh, yeah, there weren't a lot of rumors that I was like, this is going to happen or I need this to happen. I was more excited in terms of what are they going to show? Because I also, you know, my ears to the ground. I hear things. I hear things that I've never made it onto a podcast and never will. Um, true things. Um, and I and I, you know, it was sort of what I expected. No movies. I knew it was going to be Disney Plus focused. Um, but I did. Yeah, I didn't. Ex- one thing I did not expect. I didn't expect to see an image from Skeleton Crew. That was very cool You see Jude law with these will look like the Java security droids, two of them at him and all the kids behind him. We know it's going to be a kid focused show. What's that going to be like? I did not expect to see the cast, the, the character designs for the cast of young Jedi adventures. That was really cool. Whoever that little blue thing is. I love them already. Um, But yeah, they they, they made some interesting moves for sure.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I...
0: i didn't know
1: they showed the photo well yeah they have a it's like a teaser poster maybe
2: yeah it's like a big logo and then on the bottom it's it's on twitter you can find it on twitter it's a a
1: post um what i love you know we're just mentioning kihi kwan um the photo of kihi kwan and harrison ford you know you know giving each other a hug yeah that, that that's a priceless photo you know and i i saw different versions of it going around on
2: mm-hmm.
1: on, on uh social media i thought that was wonderful so yeah
2: in 38 years 38 years yes. since they had been together is it's absolutely wild and you know he quan had retired comes back now um with that amazing performance earlier this year and everything everywhere all at once yes and yeah so it's just been it's been a really magical time for reunions people get really down on nostalgia sometimes but like it always makes people feel good yeah yeah. it's good to return
1: it's so well deserved for him you know so we were wondering what happened you know after Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and he was gone for many number of years and he did an interview with uh, Jimmy Kimmel he explained why he was gone there just wasn't enough roles for people that look like him you know yeah it's unfortunate but I'm so glad that he's getting the the credit he deserves now Yeah. yeah Yeah. Absolutely. Let's move into Potathon. You know, so yes. uh, you know, Optu Radio and Father Sun Galaxy are fortunate enough to be a part of the Potathon uh, of mm-hmm. 22 But I believe were you a part of this uh from
2: the very beginning? No, I wasn't. So the first year I was unaware of it because I think it, it would think it had a slightly had the same idea, but I think it was a slightly different form the first year with some other channels or people that maybe aren't in the space anymore. But then the second year i was aware of it and i but i wasn't on the roster i sent in a message last year and a video message and i had said if you need anyone next year let me know i'd be happy to do it and so this year this is the first year that i've been involved and because we sort of as you know we had we all had the freedom to sort of do what we wanted talk to who we wanted sort of you know make it whatever we wanted it to be um, i was like well i'm going to aim as high as i possibly can for a guest and uh kind of worked out so
0: and you know you're going to be interviewing ryan johnson on Podathon, the director of the last jedi and Knives out which Mm -hmm. sequel is coming to yes um Mm -hmm. why did you pick ryan johnson to interview
2: well the
0: flash jedi is you know kind of what your podcast name is based off of Octave. yeah
2: that's true yeah uh, there was a heavily featured planet there it's always played a, a deep role since it came out a deep role in my fandom and my personal enjoyment of star wars um i, I well what i'll share here full disclosure yeah uh, he wasn't the first idea um not that i didn't want to of course i did but i that felt very unattainable the original idea which i'm still hoping happens down the road is just that this gentleman c- couldn't do it at the time for marvel related reasons um, I wanted to have Alden Ehrenreich on to talk about being Han Solo and build the interview as Alden on Alden. That was the whole idea because I had never known anyone else that had the same name as me because it's not a common name and then the guy playing my favorite character has my name, and so that was always like aI love this guy, um, but he couldn't do it because he was filming,
0: yeah and then who he's,
2: he's yeah, he's in um Ironheart. Oh yeah. He's gonna be in. And, and they, they showed him in the G23 footage. I haven't seen it, but it was just in the room. But he's in the footage because they his his people told me, Oh, he's filming, but he, he's sorry, he can't. And then I was like, Oh, that's fine. Two days later, Alden Aaron Wright cast an iron heart. I was like, Oh, that's why. Um, but so then I thought, well, I gotta I gotta keep aiming high. So I sent a bunch of emails, some I heard back, some I didn't, I never heard anything. Um, and then I cold just reached out to Ryan and through his people. And they hit me back almost immediately, like a day and a half later. And they just said, like, it was like the easiest thing. It's been harder to book people we know. It's been harder to book some of our friends than it was to book this guy. Uh, he, He's like, I'm in. And they said, what do you want to ask? I said, I want to ask these. And they said, okay. They didn't run anything up the chain. Nothing happened because he doesn't work there anymore. Like, you know, you come in, do your gig and leave. So he sort of has the freedom to, I'm sure he would, you know give them the courtesy if it was he was going to reveal something but he didn't you know so the the conversation was exactly what i wanted it to be i had the freedom to ask whatever i wanted we were on that call for over an hour um going wherever we wanted to go in and out of the movie talking about and not just last Jedi stuff he talks about his favorite parts of Obi-Wan he talks about Rise of Skywalker a little bit he talks about Mandalorian a little bit um so yeah it's it's pretty expansive for sure And he's a sweetheart. He's exactly as sweet as you want him to be, which is not always the case. Unfortunately, people have their days. They have good days. They have bad days. And some people are they surprise you. Oh, you're more quiet than I thought you would be. Oh, you're louder than I thought you would be. You're more excitable. Like you just sometimes it's a surprise. Ryan Johnson is exactly the person he appears to be in all the footage and stuff.
1: Wow, well, we look forward to hearing that interview. So, the Potathon is coming up this Saturday, September 17th. It mm-hmm. uh, starts at 9 a.m. Uh, as we said, Octo Radio and Father Sun Galaxy will be two of the content creators that you'll see on Saturday. We're looking forward to it. It is for a great cause. Make Wish
0: uh, Foundation. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so we just want to make sure that we we get that in and if you have not donated to the Potathon, please go to the uh, you can take a look at who will be there, the content creators and their guests. And yes. also, uh, you know, just find out more about what the Make A Wish Foundation does. You know, they they bring smiles to uh, young people's faces there when they're going through the most challenging times that a child could ever face. So um, your money is going to a great cause, a worthy cause. So we ask if you please support the Make A Wish Foundation and watch the Potathon on Saturday, September seventeenth. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Alden, this has been a pleasure having you. It's over.
2: Yeah, this has been great. I know <laughs> well, it went by yeah, so quickly. It
1: went pretty quick, didn't it? I mean, Alden, you know, he's, he's like he has the, the the golden voice, you know what I mean? Like the velvety voice where you can <laughs> listen to him for hours. You upon should another. be, I, audio I, I'm not, I'm not there, kidding.
2: Yeah, I am not. Oh, kidding. do it's an never. audiobook. I, yeah. I've thought about it. I, I would, I would be lying if I said I hadn't preliminarily looked into some of that. My friend Ken Knapsack um it's buried in my shelf I would, I would have to go dig it out but he wrote um a book called why we love star wars the great moments that built a, a galaxy far far away and he did the audiobook for it um and I, so i love the idea of like you know writing something like that i've kicked around a few of those ideas i always i've always been threatening to write a book and I, sometimes i get further into that than other times but i um yeah i, I would love to do something like that so i appreciate it. um, um
0: and- yeah i write books
2: I know you do. Yeah. See, you're you're gonna get there first, and then you're gonna, <laughs> and you're gonna have to use some of your publishing deal to fund the rest of us, <laughs> to the old timers like me. How about that?
0: About that. <laughs> uh, when I'm rich, uh, I plan on donating lots of money to charities.
1: Absolutely. Good. That's wonderful. That's please give back. Yeah. And oh, all that. I I see that book in
2: your future. So you no, know,
1: I I can. Thank see, you. Yeah. Thank you. So hopefully
2: hopefully down the road. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything like. Because I know we everybody we always plug like what's upcoming. It's like I can't really talk about like certain things that are upcoming. I can say people have joked like, oh, what are you going to do next? Interview J.J. Abrams? Don't think I haven't tried. Uh, do not think of she's a hard man to pin down. Um, uh, but yeah, Patathon, please again. That's that's the main that's the main thing to to emphasize. Donate to those to those kids that are fighting battles that I can't imagine that a lot of people can't imagine. And if you can imagine, it, if you have experienced it, um, like our friend Mark from Tarkin's Top Shelf was a make a wish child um years ago and the work that they do there is just incredible for people so definitely uh check that out and um i guess i'll see you gentlemen during andor season because that comes right after absolutely that's right that's right where can people find you alden yeah you can find me on twitter and instagram at that alden diaz t-h-a-t-a-l-d-e-n-d-i-a-z um tweeting a lot instagramming a little Uh, And you can find me on Octo Radio, A-H-C-H-T-O Radio, Star Wars Podcast. It's my show, Tori Fox's show, and then the Rebels rewatch show that we do. Um, Lots of different topics. We just had Mercedes Varnado on, who played Koska Reeves in The Mandalorian Season 2. She's also perhaps best known as a WWE champion or many, many times over WWE Women's Champion, Sasha Banks um is also Snoop Dogg's cousin so for some fun trivia for you her, her his her first his, his first cousin um and uh yeah so she was delightful super sweet super insightful um uh, Ryan Johnson is after that and then some other fun stuff down the road and uh you might see me on a, a certain red carpet in a few days so uh outside of that yeah just follow along and keep watching Father Son Galaxy because they're nothing but good vibes. Nikki and I, my buddy Nikki, who co-hosts Rewatch with me, we always say when the the when the the pot apocalypse comes and all the shows fall and the heavens fall on all the microphones, father and son will be the will be the remaining show, the heroes in a lost world, the heroes of Atlantis oh. after it all crumbles that's that's that's
1: wonderful thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you where can people find us Keith?
0: well you already know you can find us if you listen to us wherever you get your podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher radio public amazon music audible yada 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 and then check out our socials facebook twitter and instagram at us and galaxy visit our website thousand and please donate to our patreon page so we can keep making content like this Wonderful. It right. is Spreaker page. Don't forget Spreaker.
1: All right. Thank you once again. So Alden Diaz, thank you from Octo Radio. Thank you for being our guest. This was truly a pleasure. Thank
2: you. Appreciate it, guys.
1: All right. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in and listening or watching us. So until next time, take care. And we and will we'll see, see you again. again.